And here's another possible way to look at this. If you have a series of courses or are thinking that by creating a series of courses, you'll be able to get someone a particular outcome, chances are you probably should be thinking about a program model. That's just my opinion. It's more involved. It requires more of your time. But that's how I would distinguish for my clients whether they should be creating a course or a program. Welcome to Scale Your Course. If designing and delivering a scalable course has got you feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and just plain tapped out, you're not alone. I'm Tracy Sheriff, and in this podcast, you'll listen to a combination of solo episodes and powerhouse interviews where we'll share tips, strategies, and insider insights into how you can successfully design and deliver a scalable course. Prepare to reach your next level business goals without compromising your health and wealth with the Scale Your Course podcast. Welcome to Scale Your Course. Today I am recording in a different space at a different time and it's because I just, I have so much energy and I want to give my energy to all of you. So today we're going to talk about the great debate. Should I create a course or should I create a program? And I'm going to address what I think are some of the biggest myths and misconceptions around courses in particular in this episode. So stay tuned. Let's start with the first misconception. There seems to be a belief out there When I say out there, I'm talking about the online space that courses can't get people results. But I'd like to offer a different perspective as someone who teaches courses in the higher education space, which I know is different than the online space. I do have some thoughts and ideas that I want to share with you about this. So Anytime someone chooses to put a course or program together, they are wanting to get someone some type of result. And in my view, it's the result that you're trying to achieve and what's needed to achieve that result that really should be considered when you're choosing to offer a course or a program. When you're in that space of should this be a self-study course, should this be a program? So you want to be thinking about what result that you want them to achieve and what's needed to achieve that result. Two questions you need to answer. Now, here's my view on courses. I think courses are best suited when there's an extremely focused outcome. Something that won't take a long time to achieve but offers a huge benefit to the person taking the course. It will have a clear measurable result And it's more about doing than thinking. It's very skills-based. Now, in addition to that, I do think that a course, particularly a self-study course I'm talking about here, there needs to be a limited number of decisions that a student or participant has to make. And it should not have a lot of heavy concepts to learn. I'll give you some examples. Now, music can be taught in a course format very easily online. There's lots of different ways that you can present the information. It's very step-by-step. The only caveat would be if you're teaching a lot of music theory as part of your course. That might require more 
feedback loops and interaction from a teacher in order for those concepts to land. So that one's kind of 50-50. It really depends on the content. Photography is a great course option. Creating a good presentation is a topic that you could easily put inside of a course. Using Trello in your business is another example. And I really encourage you to go to one of the course marketplaces like Udemy or Udemy. I'm never sure how to pronounce it. But if you go to that marketplace, you'll be able to see a lot of courses that are designed specifically to be self-study. Now, just as courses do, a program must have a focused outcome, but there's an an opportunity here generally for the outcome to be bigger, broader, and more complex. There's often a series of phases or steps that need to be followed to get those bigger outcomes, and multiple things need to be achieved and accomplished, which often have multiple steps, And there needs to be not just a knowing and an understanding, but a practice that needs to take place or action that needs to take place. These things may require these steps and actions to be taken place multiple times to get a result. So from my view, a course can offer a much quicker, quick win. Quicker, quick win. That's funny. And a program requires more opportunity for practice to get the result. Choosing a platform to host your course or online program can be overwhelming. There's more choices than you have time to consider, and you're probably not really sure which platform to choose that will fit your needs not only just today, but in your business future. If this sounds like you, I'd like to introduce you to MemberVault. This platform is more than a home for your learning products. It can be a home for your entire business. Whether you're creating a new course or program or scaling your products so you can serve more efficiently and effectively, MemberVault is the tool for you. Attract ideal leads, boost engagement, and convert more clients and learners into your products. MemberVault does it all. Create a customizable site that can also integrate with tools such as ActiveCampaign, PayPal or Stripe, and most recently, Hello Audio, a brand new tool that offers you the opportunity to podcast your course. Say what? If that isn't enough to pique your curiosity, MemberVault has a hopping community full of highly engaged, passionate entrepreneurs disrupting the way they sell and engage online. To learn more about MemberVault and find out how you can start with a plan that includes all features and has no time limit, visit bit.ly backslash this is MemberVault. Not to say that a program can't involve quick wins, but because most programs are three to 12 months in length, there often is a bigger outcome that you're trying to achieve. A program will likely have spots which would typically have sticky points. I'm using that term to represent places that clients will likely get stuck on their journey to success. Programs often require opportunities for dialogue, brainstorming, Q&As, and coaching or some other type of support because those are required elements for someone to be able to succeed. That's a big one. So if someone can succeed in your course without having any interaction with any other person, including the teacher who is you or the coach who is you, then 
a course format or a self-study format is the way to go. However, if it requires or there's a huge benefit of there being some type of social learning and guidance and interaction to get a result, then you are creating a program. Programs are very multifaceted and they can come in all different models and you can even pair courses and programs together as part of your service delivery. So I'm not at all saying that you can't do both because you can. And here's another possible way to look at this. If you have a series of courses or are thinking that by creating a series of courses, you'll be able to get someone a particular outcome, chances are you probably should be thinking about a program model. That's just my opinion. It's more involved. It requires more of your time, but that's how I would distinguish for my clients whether they should be creating a course or a program. But there's one caveat. Even if you choose a course, every course should have some type of feedback loop. That means that your clients or customers should have a way that they can reach out for help and support, whether that's through email, whether that is through some feedback mechanism that you have built into your course portal, like a quiz answer question space reflective opportunity, whatever it is, there needs to be some feedback loop. And the feedback loop is not a loop until someone initiates and someone responds. So even inside of your course portals, and I don't see this happening very often, people put up these courses and they want them to be passive and they don't want to engage with people, but anytime learning is taking place, there should be some type of feedback loop opportunity. So it's an invitation that should be made and you must be committed to responding. Otherwise, you're going to limit the potential success of your customers and clients and you're going to limit the numbers of referrals that someone might make to your course. And if the concern is that it will be too time consuming to respond, you can scale by delegating to a team member and build some of the common questions into enhancing your course. One other thing, if you have a skill that you can teach others that will help them take a step forward in their life or business that doesn't require support or any type of accountability, and you can teach and create in a show and tell fashion, such as with how-to videos, you have a course. It needs to be purposeful and goal-focused, specific, allow for correction, and include self-reflection. So let's go back for a minute to the result piece of this, where there is this misconception that courses don't get people results. I 100% disagree. The reason courses don't get people results is because they aren't designed to get people results. So I want you to think about the design as being the problem versus the type of product being the problem. Because learning is not a passive event. So I want you to ditch that word. Eliminate it from your vocabulary. It doesn't mean that when you decide to create a course-based business that you need to be all in like a program, but you do need to expect that there is going to be some type of responsibility on your part to 
check in with your people, perhaps enhance or iterate on your product because after all, that's what learning requires, this two-way engagement between teacher and learner. So perhaps I've hit a nerve for some of you who maybe are choosing courses over programs, maybe for all the wrong reasons, but hopefully I've given you some food for thought on how you can make a better decision or a good decision on whether you should be adding courses or programs to your current business. I'd love to hear if you think I've missed anything, anything important that you might recommend to someone who is making that decision to offer courses and programs as an option in their business model and trying to make a decision about which one to offer courses or programs. Send me an email at tracy at tracysheriff.com. Comment to me on Instagram, wherever you'd like to engage in this conversation. I'd love to have it with you so that we can maybe once and for all give people some real clear guidelines to help them with this decision because there are so many decisions to make in business. This shouldn't be the hardest one that you make. It shouldn't feel hard. It shouldn't create a lot of anxiety. We want to make sure that we're making the best decision for ourselves and I can help you with that. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode, one of the best thank yous you can give me is to subscribe and leave me a review. Leaving a podcast review helps me get more reach and attract more listeners. And if you're ready to scale your course, I also have a free roadmap that you can download. This roadmap will give you access to my framework for scaling courses, what you need to do, what you need to consider, and even who you should include in the process. Check the show notes below. Thanks for listening.